Welcome to the podcast. We're so glad that you're here. Sometimes we curse like sailors while we have a beer. Sometimes there's graphic content. So watch for little ears. We can't be held responsible for what you're about to hear. Hey! <laughs> From day one, you fought for your life and you blew everyone away. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. We're back. How many weeks has it been? Uh, it's been a few weeks. Like four. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, well, you know, that roller coaster run, it's been a doozy. It's, it's been an experience the last couple of weeks. So I am Jesse. I'm Alicia. And we are changing the chances. Hey, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Um, if you've chosen to come back after this unexpected after our, break. What is it? What do they call it? A hiatus? hiatus. Hey, look at that. Yeah. So we're back from our hiatus. Okay. This was not planned. Everything just kind of like went crazy all at once. So I guess the first place to start is, which is actually funny because the last episode was about COVID starting and all that fun stuff. And then Jesse got COVID. I did. He got the Rona. I, I, I got the Rona. So. After. Two gosh, years. Two. Yeah. Two and a half years. Almost yeah. three. I finally. I finally got it. He did. So Jesse got the Rona. Luckily. Piper and I didn't. Yeah. yeah. We quarantined away from him. I quarantined away from you guys. So if anybody has been to our house that listens to this knows it was not easy because we don't live in a very big space, <laughs> but we managed and it was locked away in the dungeon. He really was <laughs> where we do this podcast is the basement, which is a dungeon. Basically nobody comes down here cause it's not pretty. I pretty much lived down here for 10 days. He did. He did. <laughs> he lived down here like the troll in the dark and Piper and I lived in the living room and her room, basically. Um, yeah. So that's how that worked out. So anyways, you know, in true, true Piper fashion, because as in when COVID hit us in the first place, we are quarantined off from the world because Jesse's got it and we're trying to make sure we don't have it and we're not giving it to anybody. And of course, of course, we aren't seeing people. We are locked away. And yet Piper gets sick again how is this a pattern we cannot keep her locked away because apparently that is when she gets the sickest which is so weird because <laughs> like we've got the hand sanitizer and like you know we try to be as careful as can be but that's and, what i'm saying it's yeah. only when we're away from people like i don't i don't know like don't what is know. that anyways so piper ends up with a fever I'm managing it because it's just me because I don't have Jesse to rely on because Jesse's sick. <laughs> so, you know, I manage it for a whole day. The next day, you know, I FaceTime with Jesse and he's like, I, she looks terrible. She probably needs to go in. And I'm like, okay. She was, she had no color. She was white as no. a ghost. And, and she gets that way when she's sick. Like yeah. she did. She was, it was awful. And then you could just see it on her face too. She was miserable, super whiny. Yeah. It just was awful. Awful. So honestly, I at that moment I assumed she caught. She caught it. I had. Yeah. The Rona. I assume that's what she got because it made sense. Because we're not seeing people. 
And yet she's sick. So it made total I mean, sense. That, unfortunately, I'm I'm still in the house, but you know, yeah, we were still doing what we could. Yeah, um, I, Alicia would literally bring me food at the edge of the stairs and leave it there, and you know, I would text her, "Hey, I'm hungry," because like I didn't even want to go in the kitchen and touch anything, and yeah. we both agreed like that's best. And the only time I was upstairs was to take a shower and go to bed. Yeah. And you slept on the couch. I did. That's what I said. I lived in the living room. Nope. So because um, we were just we maintaining space. <laughs> yep, we sparingly used the bathroom. You know, like it's. It, it, yeah, it was. Just... It, it was rough. It was rough. So yeah, naturally we thought she she, caught she it. got corona. Yeah. So since she was not doing well, unfortunately, I just I told Jesse, I'm like, I, you need to put your mask on. We need to do this. You're gonna have to drive us. I have to sit in the back with Piper. I gotta watch her. Because she had already, I don't know if we mentioned it in a previous podcast, but she had already she, uh, had an upper respiratory infection. Yeah, and over Christmas. Over, we talked about it when we Christmas came back. Yeah. So she was already not even, like, she hadn't even been able to fully recover from that. Yeah. And then, you know, this happens and it just, Ugh. it yeah. sucked. So, uh, yeah. So we I, packed up and Alicia got you it. drove us up there. Uh, dropped us off, you know, literally at the door, dropped us off. Bye. Because first of all, he can't come in when he's got Rona. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, we get there. I do tell him uh, this is happening. It's probably this would be my guess. They do the test. She's fine. She's negative. So they they're like clearly they do all the blood tests, all the stuff. They can tell she's fighting something, but they don't know what because Piper can't tell us. So it's always fun. It's always the guessing game. Guess who? Um, it was not the Rona. So then they're like, we don't know. So we're sitting in the ER and as we're sitting there in her room and they're running all the tests, her eye starts to swell up just while we're sitting there watching it swell up before my eyeballs. Her eyeball is swelling before my eyeballs. <laughs> so, you know, I tell the nurse and they take a look at it and they're like, okay, that's weird. So what it turns out as... Because you even texted me, or you called me, you FaceTimed me. Yeah. And you're like, I want you to, I want you to look at Piper and tell me, tell me if you see anything off or different. Mm -hmm. And you showed me and I'm like, what's wrong with her eye? Yeah. Like it's, it looks puffy. It looks like somebody hit her or she got bit by something or, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and you're like, yeah, okay. It's, it's not just me. Like, I'm going to talk to the nurses and I'm like, yeah, something's up with her eye. Like maybe she got bit and she's. You know, she's sick. Maybe a spider bit her because, yeah. you know, we're in Utah. We have brown recluses and black widows and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. That was my first thing is it's like, well, if it's not Corona, maybe she got bit. Yeah. So they're like, okay, that's weird. But they take into consideration because they have to take everything into consideration. Because, again, we don't know what she has because she can't tell us anything. And hey, all we my can tell or my belly is that, hurts or you know, nothing. her body's fighting something. So Because you good, did tell me that, what was it, her inflammatory markers yeah through the roof yeah through which is which just means the body's fighting something another yeah it's yeah. just another way of saying like your white blood cell count is just... so you know good i'm honestly good thing her eyes swelled up because it gave them a clue to what was going on and what to look for so she ended up having it's called orbital cellulitis, cellulitis. is the the term for it which really means basically she had a sinus infection that we did not know she had Yes, she's been sick from her upper respiratory infection, but we didn't think anything of it because it takes her longer. 
to heal and to get better from things. That's just normal. And it's also, unfortunately, she usually has symptoms for a few days before we're able to notice, like, what is going, you know, like, or she's having an issue that we don't know about Mm because she can't tell us. Yeah. And it just festers. Yeah. Which eventually is what happened with this sinus infection. Yeah. So that's what it is. It was a sinus infection that reaches an intense. An intense level. And then it, because your sinus cavity, if you guys don't know who's listening, they're basically all connected in your face. It is just a giant cavity that everything's connected. So what it did is it spread behind her eye. And that's why her eye was swelling up. And she had a giant pocket of pus. She did. Like in, in. Behind her eye. Alicia's going to have to, we took pictures and this poor girl, her face. Oh, well, if anybody follows me, they've seen okay, a lot of pictures. Yeah, I, like, I updated it, lots of pictures while we were in the hospital. Her face was just so swollen. It did. It looked like someone had beaten her and she just looked so miserable and so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. She definitely was just and not good. like within hours to just see it within hours go mm-hmm. from like a little swelling to kind of swollen, to swollen, to very swollen, to, oh my God, has someone beat this child? Because the whole side of her face, like yeah. her eye looked like it was like above her eyebrow. Like it, like it was so swollen and it, ugh, no, just it broke was, my heart. It was terrible. So they get us in a room because obviously we're not going anywhere. There is a serious fucking problem going on here. So, they, at this point, they did not know it was orbital cellulitis. They okay, so they said that they figured that's what it was, but you do have to go back for a test, a CT scan, to actually know for certain. So when they, so the whole thing with the CT scan is they inject this dye into you. And this dye is only good for 60 seconds. And I will tell you the story behind this in a minute. Um, but this dye is only good for 60 seconds. And then they take a picture of your face. And the dye lights up whatever. I never saw the picture, so I don't know exactly what it looks like. But obviously they can see like it's blocked or it's whatever they see. I don't honestly know. Because but... I remember you saying that all, like her sinus cavities were just filled. They were. With mucus and junk that had essentially solidified and was pretty much concrete like they couldn't even suck it out oh yeah no it was was terrible terrible yeah and uh i feel like it was concrete yeah like dumped in her face it was just awful because you're like yeah they it's even the suction can't help her like it's yeah no nothing can get this out no Um, so that poor girl she couldn't breathe out of her nose and you can't get it out because it's just it was it's like concrete in there so so that just left all this pus and mucus and shit just festering inside her face. So, you know, they start on antibiotics and stuff. You got to start somewhere. So the hospital, it's always fun because I was literally losing days. I don't know what day it was half the time because we were doing tests all hours of the night. Literally, her first CT scan was like at 1 a.m. Oh, in yeah, the morning. That's what you told me. And they came and got us at one in the fucking morning to do a CT scan. Oh my God. So Piper had been sleeping a lot when we got to the hospital, which is never good. It's scary when she sleeps that much. Because Piper Um, does not sleep. 
because she does not sleep like that. And so they're taking us down to the CT scan. She's had a million of them. I don't think twice about it. I'm like, whatever. So I walk down there with her. And this guy, this is definitely one of those parenting moments where you just want to punch somebody in the face. This technician, I did not like him. He was not nice. It is one o'clock in the morning. I haven't slept since God knows when. My child is sicker than sick. And I seriously, he's very lucky that I'm as calm as I am because I do not like him. We go down there. He tells me, he's like, did they tell you that it was, that we're going to use contrast? I said, no, they didn't, but that's fine. Let's just do it. She needs it. Let's do it. And he's like, well, great. She needs to hold still for it. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't just ask her to hold still. That's that's not how this works. And he's like, because it's only good for 60 seconds. And if she moves and we don't get the picture, then I have to wait 12 hours. Okay, Piper doesn't have 12 hours to wait, first of all, because she is so sick that we need to get this figured out and done. And so I am just like freaking out on the inside. And this guy just keeps reminding me that she needs to hold still. And just, I, he was not nice. He was just not nice. But luckily, very crappy bedside. Manner. Very, very crappy. I wasn't even there. Just from what you told me, it was like, Ugh, seriously, dude? It was awful. Even the nurse was like, that guy was not nice. <laughs> I'm like, no, he was terrible. Luckily, they got the picture. Hallelujah. And they confirmed what they thought it was. So the treatment for this is antibiotics, of course, but they take you back into surgery and they use the picture, the CT scan that they got, and they go up your nose and through your eyeball your swollen eyeball to clean, like meticulously clean out all those spaces. Suck out all that concrete junk and And it's very tedious and it's very hard because these spaces aren't very big. They're tiny. They're tiny little passageways that connect all through your face and they're meticulously trying to clean them all out. We did find out she had a deviated septum, which we thought she had. So they fixed that. Piper got a nose job while she was there. That's the joke. So we did that. She went into surgery, came out. She looked rough. Oh my gosh. She now she looked like a fighter. Yeah, she had like, like dried blood all over her face. Fucking dried blood all over her face. Her face is still swollen as oh, shit, man. bruised. Just poor girl. <laughs> this poor human being. So she comes out. They say that she was really struggling to wake up from anesthesia. Which she had been sleeping the whole day before. So I wasn't surprised. She came out and she went into surgery late. Like oh, at yeah. nine o'clock nine, at night. Yeah, like nine. Again, see, no, there are no time boundaries in the hospital. She goes in at, you know, nine o'clock at night for surgery. Like, ugh. So she comes out, comes back to the room, and she pretty much sleeps the whole rest of the next day. Again, she does not sleep this much. It's scary. We have to be very conscious. We've had very bad experiences. When Piper sleeps this much because something is, it's not right. Something's wrong. Well, and then with the infection being so close to your brain. Uh, yes. And that was a huge deal because this infection, like you said, because it's so close to your brain, can actually travel to your brain and kill you. Kill you. Yep. Which is terrifying. And then they got to be really careful when they're cleaning it because your orbital socket, there's, I mean... That's why you can be killed if something goes through your eye, like it's straight into your brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a possibility they can. You can. Like while you're cleaning it, you can mess things up too. So. 
so she pretty much slept all day. Uh, and, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened. We just hang out watching. That's what we do. But, of course, then Piper's breathing drops. Dance. And her heart rate spikes. And she's uh, non-responsive, which is why we're scared when she sleeps. Because this has happened before. This is not new. And when we say non-responsive, I mean, she's not responding to touch, sound sensory and pain markers like they have a thing that they do in the in the hospital and it kind of sucks but it lets them know that you're still there kind of you know and they squeeze the top of your finger now they like press down on the top of your finger now and if you've ever had it done to you it doesn't feel good like your body will naturally pull back and pull back like try to get away from it so when you do that to someone and their body is not responsive like their own body doesn't even try to get away from it that's no bueno so piper was non-responsive yes which is obviously never good so they take her to the icu because she needs to be watched more closely because they don't know what's going on again this is all happening at night this is a whole other night like i'm, I'm literally not sleeping because we're doing everything in the middle of the night. Oh, I don't know why that's a thing, but it is. Uh, so they take her to the ICU and it was terrible. You know, there's 500 million doctors in a room trying to decide what they need to do because they don't know. Because they don't know. They did decide to put her to intubate her to give her a breathing tube because she wasn't doing awesome. So that was awful. Uh, and I still couldn't go out. No, because you still I, had the Rona. And all of this is within going on within the first 10 days of me having the Corona. So I am legitly stuck at home, locked down in a fucking dungeon. Just going crazy because I can't be there for Piper. I can't be there for Alicia. I can't even, you know, I can't go to work because I've got Corona. So mm-hmm. I can't even do that to get my mind off things and keep money coming in because... Unfortunately, I didn't get Corona pay. My current employment does not qualify for government assistance and reimbursement. So I just ate it. You know, I mean, my job was still there when I got back because they can't fire me for that. But I didn't get Corona pay or anything. And I just sat here and stewed pretty much because it sucked. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I can't I don't I can't imagine it did suck like big time. Like, I, it, I believe you. And I felt bad because I knew you were up there by yourself. I mean, I, your, your mom went up and saw you. And, uh, yeah, I, I uh, later went up and saw you too, didn't she? Always? Yeah, later, oh. you know, like this is only like day three into this whole, I don't even know. It was like three weeks. It was like three. We were there 10, we were there 10 days. I think you're confusing no, that we were stuck at home. No, that's what I'm saying. No, like it was like three weeks of not being like around you guys and not being home. Oh, yeah. No, like it was it, awful. Yeah. Like everything. Between you getting Rona and yeah, then going between, to the hospital. Yep. Yeah. We didn't see you forever. Yeah. So she was in the ICU. I was a disaster. Oh, I won't go into it because I can't talk about it because it'll make me cry. So it was awful. We finally got to come out of the ICU. She started doing a little bit better. I took her off the breathing tube. Unfortunately, she 
So we got to come out of the ICU, which was great. But unfortunately, she was not actually getting better. Her face still looked terrible. And we just kept telling the doctors, like, it's not getting better. I I can, and it's crazy because they take tests, labs every day, and they watch inflammatory markers and stuff. And like, all of her numbers look great. And I said, fabulous. She does not. Physically, she still looks sick, miserable, Mm -hmm. out of it. And like, we expected some bruising and, you know, like some swelling from surgery. Swelling should go down, not go up. Yeah. And that's what it did. We had one good day where we were like, oh, okay, we, maybe we got over the bad stuff. Maybe we're going in a good direction. And then it's like she just tanked again. Yep. And so we talked to the doctors and I'm like, I don't care that her numbers look good because she doesn't. She's not okay. And she's back to sleeping again. Like clearly. All the time sleeping, all day. It's like this, this is, is not a this thing. Is not okay. This is not her baseline. So they just, they put us through the CT scan again. Guess what? In the middle of the freaking night with the same stupid guy that did the last one. And it's so funny. So didn't you say he had someone else? So this was the thing. He must have called up and talked to the nurses because the nurses are like, oh, they're wondering if she's going to hold still, if we need to sedate her. Okay. This girl's been sedated so many freaking times already. Like putting her under again is terrifying. And I'm like, but she's not going to hold still. I'm like, she's not going to hold still. I'm going to tell you right now, she's not. So they're like, okay. Then they get a call back and they're like, no, a different technician's there. And he's like, don't worry about it. So we get down there. The same stupid guy is there, but he does have like a partner with him. Okay. It's a CT machine. You can strap her in. Her head goes in a vice and you just put a thing over the top of her head. She can't move, which is exactly what they did. So all that grief that he gave me the first time when all he had to do was use his damn brain and strap her in. It's him being lazy and just not wanting to deal with it. It's easy. I do it. I've done it so many times that I can do it. Lazy. Didn't want to do it. (sighs) Anyways, so they do the CT scan. They see that there's some stuff going on. So guess what? Piper's going back into surgery. Yay! <gasps> so, at this time, I had gotten retested, mm-hmm. came back negative, and I've been, you know, at home trying to keep up on things, feeding the cat, doing the laundry and all that and everything. Started going back to work, and I was able to come up for this surgery, because... Her yeah. eye and her face and everything were still just so swollen, and she was just out of it, completely and totally out of it. But when she came out of this surgery, she looked so much better, like, it, instantly. Oh, like, yeah. They are like, well, you know, she'll be bruised and this, that, and the other. But when we saw her, we're like, no, you don't even understand. Like, this looks so much better than when she came out of the first surgery. Yeah. Like, it was... Night and day, I just went, I can't believe we waited four days to redo surgery because this, this looks a million times better. And her eye was still swollen, but she looked like she just did. You, you, Not, you don't even know how to it. describe it, but like you, you could, you could just see it like it was a different kind of swollen. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. No, but you just have to see it. 
And she, it was almost within hours, started doing better and being more like herself. And Mm -hmm. it was like, that's what she needed. She needed another fucking surgery because apparently she still had some like festering dried blood and she was crying tears of blood. Like she had this shit coming out of her eye. Like it was like pus blood when she would cry, come out of this infected eye. Like it was horrible. So horrible. I felt so bad for this kid, you know, and one of the doctors did end up saying like, you know, in adults, it's not uncommon when they, they, you know, if an adult gets this to have to go in five and six times because for whatever reason, it's um, it's a very aggressive infection. It is. Once it's gotten to that point, Mm -hmm. Um, he's like, you know, I'm with kids. I've had to go in, you know, three or four times. So just so that kinda, was like just kind of heads up, like you know, it's and terrifying. It's not uncommon. It it can still suck because yeah, it's surgery, but it's not uncommon if we have to go back in. Mm-hmm. Um, or the fact that we've we had to go back in this second time, but she did. She immediately looked better. Started doing better. Her breathing was better. Like they had yes. to put stints in her nose. Yeah, they had a stint in her nose. Yeah, they had they had to Ooh. put a stint in her nose, and because they had to go back in there and stuff, and they wanted to make sure that nothing like collapsed and it could drain and this crap. Yeah, could... it was so that um because what happened is when they fixed her septum, they have to go in that middle part of your nose, and it had filled with fluid, and was causing the infection to be worse after the first time. So the whole point of the stent was they went in there, drained that middle part of her nose that had collected all that fluid and was creating an infection. And they put a stent in there because it causes pressure and holds it closed so fluid doesn't have a place to collect, which is what the stent's for. So they left that in for a day and then they came and took it out. And then she still had like a little bit of gunk behind her eye and stuff. And that's why she was still swollen. But Mm -mm. well. It was like it was just blood. It was just dried blood. Yeah, just dried blood. There was no new stuff there. There was no new pus, nothing. He'd cleaned all that out, it was gone. Oh oh. it it was just blood. Which he was reassured um that that, this cleaning would do the trick because no new infection had come back. No new pus had come back. That's right. But yeah, there was still shit there. There was still dried blood and yeah. shit that had to come out. And, yeah, you know, we still but... had to break it all back up. And ugh, this poor, this poor child just. But she finally, finally was just on the mend. It felt like it was doing better. So, given how aggressive this infection is, she has to be on antibiotics for an extended amount of time. Four to six weeks. Four to six weeks, yes. And they are IV antibiotics. So yay us. Piper continually thinks we need to learn new skills, so we have learned a new skill. <laughs> she had a pick line placed. For anybody who doesn't know what a pick line is, it is an IV, but it is a special one that they thread through your vein um, that goes well, up and it stops at the top. Major... Stops at the top of your heart. This way, they last longer. Because when you put fluid and stuff through them, you can cause veins to burst. That's why they go bad and stuff. So these ones last way longer because you're... You're in a more heavy-duty vein. Well, that, but you're pushing it through a tube. And then it's emptying out into your heart, which pumps it through your body. 
because obviously your heart can handle way more fluid than a vein can. So they put a pick line in. So we've had to learn how to handle that situation and give antibiotics through it, which is fine. It's actually really easy. It's just scary because it goes straight to your heart. So if you get an infection, it will pump through your body quickly and you can go sepsis. In this line. (laughs) Yeah. Um, flush it through into her heart. Yep. Obviously, you know, you can't put air into your heart. That's not good for you. So we have to watch for things like that. Otherwise, though, it's super easy. It's kind of a pain. The task itself is is not an issue. No, that's easy. No, it's just the fear behind what can mm -hmm. go wrong. Because if you make a mistake. Yeah, could be her life. Could be her life. It could be her life. Yeah, that's terrifying. But um, the placement's more inconvenient for me because I have to pick her up. And it's on the inside of like her upper bicep is when the entrance point is because then the tube goes up in this vein up around your shoulder and into your heart. It's a thing. But um, so we've got to learn that and we're going to be doing that for four weeks at home. Upside to that is they can also draw labs off of it. So they are taking blood once a week from her here at the house. We don't have to go back to the hospital for labs, which is awesome. They don't have to poke her. This girl came home with more holes and bruises in her poor body than anybody should because she was poked and prodded and i hate to say this, every day she looked like like a fighter that was strung out because she just had bruises up oh and God. down her arms she, and her faces i mean it looks good now like the bruising no, her face down. looks awesome yeah, it looks good now but like her face was still bruised her nose and and cheekbone and and eyebrow and stuff were still swollen and mm-hmm. then she was just riddled with bruises yeah over her whole dang body. So that poor girl, she needs a break. We finally got to come home 10 days later. Yay. Oh my gosh. I hadn't slept in a bed for, I don't know. It was like two Two weeks. and a half weeks. Yeah. It was so nice to sleep in my own bed. It was so nice. It was nice to have you sleep in the bed with me. If I ever complain about our bed again, I'm just going to have to remember what it feels like not to sleep in it for two and a half weeks. So things about pick lines also is they can clot off and that's not a good thing. So unfortunately, we came home three days <laughs> into it. Piper's line clotted off. Yay. Well, tell why. Um, I mean, there is a whole reason. So I gave her antibiotic. It just randomly clot off. No, no, no. It didn't just randomly clot off. But there was an air bubble in her line. I'm totally new to this. And I panicked because that's a big no-no. No, there shouldn't be air in there. That's, well, how did it get there? I had her antibiotic hooked up to her. It was a whole thing. You can call a nurse to come out and look at it. I did. But this means I couldn't put the medicine in her line, heparin, which keeps her line from clotting off. It's the whole point of it. So between the time of me finding this air bubble and panic and calling a nurse and her getting out here, the line clotted off. (sighs) So she couldn't do anything about it. They sent out a special drug that helps break stuff up like that because this happens a lot another nurse came out tried to give it to her was unsuccessful so we ended back in the emergency department at nine o'clock at night because sleep's overrated apparently spent five hours there thank goodness though they fixed it it was long tedious process again five hours but they fixed it and we got to come home at two o'clock in the morning so that was awesome Piper loved it. She didn't. That's being super sarcastic. She did not love it. <laughs> it was awful. So, I mean, that's pretty much been our adventures for the last 
two, three weeks. weeks, I don't know. Whatever we've been doing, that's what we've been doing. We have been just wading through sickness for weeks, and I'm over it, by the way. (laughs) Yes. No more. No more. Like, I, ugh. I have to say that, like, this hospital visit, like, definitely took me to my limits. And it's probably been a while. It's been a while since she's had an extended stay. And an extended stay, I think this is the longest one she's ever had. Usually she's out in five days. Ten days is, like, a lot. I don't think she's ever spent that long in the hospital since she got out of the NICU. So, yeah, it was it was a lot, too. It definitely pushed me to, yep, but everybody's fine. Everybody's good. We are home. Piper's happy. She's doing better. She's still recovering. Um, it's a slow process for her, but she she is recovering. She's mm-hmm. getting more vocal. She's more yeah. excited. She she's, is not going to school, though, because no, it cannot risk, no, um, one, no. she needs to get better, and two, she's got that line in her arm that I cannot trust that as it, awesome as the school is, I don't trust. No, it's just anyone. It's, it's just, just too much responsibility. Too, yeah. I'm like, it's just mm. too complicated, in my opinion. And and they wouldn't have to I, do anything with it. It's more just like you know, it. You can you can pull it out. It can break. There's just there's lots of things that can yeah. go wrong, and that's not something I'm willing to leave in their hands. Yep. Call me crazy. Nope. I'm just overprotective. Yeah. No, that's too much. It's too much. Maybe a little crazy, but. Yeah, I just, I I don't want anybody, I figure the less people there are involved, that's just less variance of issue. Like, it, it, they're, well, agreed. You know, then that's what a lot of people don't understand is it's like, yeah, you know, you guys stay locked down and stuff. It, it helps alleviate those variants. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, be the crazy people on lockdown. Yeah, I'm good with that. That's I don't fine. care. I don't care. I don't either. I don't give a shit what your opinion is is of me. Like, I... agreed. <laughs> Until you have to live it, yeah, you seriously. get no say in it. So, so that's it. I mean, we I... just wanted to catch up and yeah. say hello and say we're still alive. Hey, we're How just you know trying to weather the storm. <laughs> and hopefully, we'll get back to our normal routine, our normal schedule of stuff. If you've missed us, I'm sorry, but you know but we just we've had sh- missed we've missed all of you. We've missed being able to do the podcast, and you know, I mean, because that's true. It it this is something that's great for Alicia and I, and we really hope that it helps someone out there. But it helps us, or you know what, anybody who was kind of close to us, you know, who's close to us that kind of knew what was going on in the hospital. Now you really know. Yeah, you get a little more in depth picture Mm -hmm. uh, i did leave some stuff out no i mean like nothing with piper we hit all this stuff with piper i did leave all my emotions out because i can't yeah nope you can't do that you can think about it yeah can i just tell you (laughs) (laughs) you can feel free tell me away (laughs) but yeah nope i can't (laughs) listen that is mine (laughs) <laughs> back off get your own word um yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what i said so thank you for coming back listening to our 
our crazy rants and our raves and <laughs> I don't even know our roller coaster oh ride gosh. of a life. I just don't. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are just no words anymore. It was crazy. I'm glad to be home. I'm thankful for all the support that I had in the hospital. I had a ton of it. Daily phone calls from people. I love everybody wanting to give me food. I do eat in the hospital. People, I promise. I'm glad you had a good support group. I was locked away in a dungeon and no one gave two shits. I was not, <laughs> not giving two shits. <laughs> Sure glad I didn't sit down here and suffocate and die. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to you every day. Now I feel bad. No, no, it just goes back to one of those things. Like it's. The people follow the person who's sick. Exactly. And and it's totally fine because Piper comes first and you need that support because you're up at the hospital and stuff. But But the thing is. get put back on the back burner. I do have to point out though. Did you reach out to anybody for anything? This is also because you true. could have. I guess I could. You have. know that. But I, I'm, I mean, it's easy. You, you can pick up a phone also and say, "I need this," and anybody would have been happy. I know. To but do I didn't want to bother you. anybody either. So I knew that. I don't. What are you talking about? I think people like to be bothered. Do you want to know why I think this? Because people want to help and they don't know how to help and then they feel <laughs> helpless. Again, food, see, this this is the best that way would to help me. Like you that that I would have been all over food, been like, yes, please DoorDash something to me. I will go upstairs and open the door and grab food at my door. Like so. Yeah. Maybe next time I if I there is a next time if I get corona. Like maybe I'll think about that. <laughs> Make some phone calls. I hope not. Can you just not? Can you just not? You know what? I'm really trying not to. Okay. It's, yeah. I mean, I know. Two years in, at some point, I'm it was like. like I, I made a hell of a run. Made a hell of a run. You Two did. years. You know. You did. Being out, dealing with people, fucking. I know. Especially at my job when it all first went down, because I was essential. Was oh, like, Lord. Ugh. But, I mean, you know. Now it's like you go back to work and you don't know who's being safe or cautious or mm. whatever. So it's, it's like, just, guess what? It's just life now. I know. And I would have um, never thought of it. Fortunately, just Unless life. I had a child because, you know, like whatever. But got to try and be safe for pipes. Always. But we really appreciate anyone that was able to come back and anyone that just enjoys listening to our show because it does it means a lot to us it does so but i'm gonna keep doing it regardless because this is true because i enjoy it yeah all right everybody well we'll talk to you later i can't say same bat time same bat channel because we have no fucking clue (laughs) everything's in disarray Yeah. yeah we'll talk to you next week bye bye